0: Holds it in. Maddox back in front. Oh! Stabbed in by the Three to the Cincinnati.
1: What's up, world? I'm in a car. Just kidding. It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. And we are home. We are back. For episode 48 Of Knifey Knifey Lion
0: Lion Radio
1: My name is Jonah Follow Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter Or uh, Instagram Wherever And joining me today Not in the palatial studio But in Zach's palatial studio That's right we're taking this caravan on the road again But in a house It's the indoor instigator Zach Hey It's good to be home I bought a cat (laughs) he's got a cat now uh not joining us tonight unfortunately but he was at the game i saw him it's real was nick from soccer sunday nights just make everything crazy uh if you're wondering why we are do not have the usual condenser crisp sound that you're used to and you're like you're not on the road what's your excuse well folks these sunday games are crazy i want to have a i want to have a podcast out to you by monday so uh i brought the mobile unit over to zach's State, and we're doing it that way. Uh, Tonight, we get to talk about the 3-0 thrashing Thrashing. against the Portland Timbers. Um, We'll recap that. We'll do the FCC of the week. We'll look for and find a Declal Smash. That's right, Uh, and if you didn't see, Deckle retweeted my Declal Smash video. Uh, and he said, LOL, this is great. It was great, Dekel, and I'm glad you're still uh, checking things out when I tag you and stuff. Uh, his his tweet that was just retweeting mine got substantially more likes, but nobody's counting. After that, I have a... And folks, you know when I have a new segment, I Mean Business... And it's a. I I think this is gonna be a lasting one because I'm my voice is hoarse from yelling at the game. So it's the new segment called st-
0: st- <laughs> stylin On. Styling on you mad because I'm on you. <laughs>
1: And where we'll pick the most styling on a moment from a game, and there was honestly a lot to choose from, cause once we got up, we were truly styling on them, and uh it's kind of what happens when uh, they're down a man and we're just feeling it on all levels. After that, Red Army's finest, our man, uh, fuck the Sci Museum, is back for this edition of. Haven't heard it yet, but you know what? I'm sure it's a banger. After that, more segments. We got more segments. Uh, it's this. This is going to be the hardest one yet. It's a brand new edition of FCC Survivor. <laughs> Who are we gonna kick off the island? tell you what no matter who it is it's not gonna be pretty but that's the name of the game the name of the game i invented after that maybe um wrap it up with the popery. F- uh i had big plans to talk about flow sports god flow sports seems like years ago uh jeff birding must be absolutely creaming it after this 3-0 victory i tweeted out fcc please don't make some deal for <laughs> some some new uh puppy suffocation initiative <laughs> announced Monday morning don't get me off this high I want it to go on forever but before we get into the recap I would like to say uh, I saw John Harks tweeted out a picture of him and some of the originals who are now playing for his team and Mitch Hildebrandt was there and he said the ones that started it all you know what you truly did wouldn't be the same without you I think <laughs> I've said this like five weeks in a row but John I'm happy to be in your cave any day What's it called? It's the John John Harkes Cave of of Wonders. wonders. This week's episode is sponsored by... Zach, I'll let you pick the sponsor. Flo Sports! Sports. We embrace (laughs) our new streaming overlords. Couldn't have done this without you, Flo. But on a serious note... Satanta Sports with a (laughs) set-top box.
2: If you never had Satanta, you are a poser. That is a fact. I tell you what, I spent $15 a month on that. And that was Champions League, English Premier League, peak Bundesliga, Ronaldo, Man United. League One. Scottish Premier League. So.
1: Do you watch a lot of the other games? <laughs> I only <laughs> remember watching United. I did I that's when I decided I was a Bayern Munich fan, so I did watch some Ribery. Hell yeah. Anyways, tonight let's go right into Oh FCC recap Recapped. Recapped. folks, starting lineup. This one's an easy one unless I'm confused, the exact same starting lineup as the Atlanta game. And I believe it was still the 4-2-3-1. Richie's still out there. TT not on the bench, still nursing that thingamajig. Folks, we may never see TT again. <laughs> I don't know if you saw our boy uh, Ben Lunt down in uh, Louisville. Had a fucking tremendous save and a clean sheet. He might be our future future backup. So, yeah, starting lineup off the top of my head. You had Diplon, Hagland, Waston. Powell, Uyoa, Kakutamané, Adi, Alan Cruz. Who else? This guy, that guy, and the other. <laughs> I think we got him all. Bertone,
2: Roland Lamar. Roland Lamar. <sighs> God, they're just yeah, old friends at this point. I think a bench. Uh, Stanko, Kenny. Ledesma. Ledesma.
1: Hey, the goalkeeper guy. Garza, um, Maddox. Zach, the question, the eternal Hoyt. question. Hoyt. You saw the starting lineup. Were you surprised at all? Did you think there was a possibility there could be a... I, after last week's amazing ending, I did have a an inkling. I was like, oh, we got Garza, Garza and Safe starting now. You better watch yourselves.
2: Yeah, I thought so for sure. Well, I think everyone thought so. But um,
1: Koch is nothing but uh, consistent. <laughs> That's what he's known for. But uh, it all worked out in the end. Kenny, we didn't even need you. Go back to... I almost said Belize go back to I figured you came from just kidding hope you start next week um but yeah starting off the game you know what let's before we get into the match itself I did a little pre-gaming uh non-drinking non-eating at Top Cats where the Pride was there was a shitload of people inside and outside we were packed like sardines in there and of course as we do this is how the Pride does it up real big the Wiz came and we are DJing and <laughs> inside Top Cats truly turned into a nightclub And if you thought it was just going to be a bunch of awkward soccer people, which it kind of was, I'll tell you what, the women were getting down. I never expected to see so much dancing and anything associated with soccer, but they were getting down. And then it was time for the march. The march started. It seemed like a big march as usual. But as I crossed over to- Well, uh, let me
2: just say, take that, dad dude. You think black people don't like soccer? The whiz (laughs) was at the pride. Pre-game.
1: in your face and zach here's just assuming the djs were black uh <laughs> they were <laughs> three black guys and uh one black woman taking pictures in your face that dude <laughs> you fucking racist uh if you're out there listening but uh the march started and it seemed you know a normal kind of big march and as we cross the street over near uh where it comes through by like the uc bubble i look back and i hear people saying like holy shit the march was still coming all the way from Calhoun, and it was going the whole way back. Zach, on a scale of eight to ten, how are you? Much were you impressed with this match? I know Stu Holden was. I know Weeb's was from MLS soccer. They were loving it. What we were all about.
2: Um, uh, pictures are fucking insane. Yeah, MLS is uh, MLS Reddit. We can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> they really respect us now. I. I'm, I'm racking
1: my brains trying to remember that picture of that fantastic Minnesota March. <laughs> Folks, I'm just drawing a blank. i got to be honest with you. Um, so we get in there, and the vibes were strong. Uh, as far as like that Seattle game, Zach, you said you had the nerves as if it was like a cup game, a playoff game. I had excited nerves, but honestly, as far as the result went, except there was a few moments I was like, oh, man, I hope we don't get fucking blown out or something crazy because of the good vibes. I would say I was relatively confident.
2: I was... Yeah, I was super confident. I don't know why. I didn't really have any pregame jitters for this one. Um, I didn't I, really in Atlanta either because you knew
1: that no was one like expected house money to me. Yeah.
2: This one, I think everyone thought like we could maybe get a result. But yeah, I wasn't nervous at all.
1: Felt yeah, good. According to the odds makers in, all, oh, said Las Vegas. Yeah, that's what it is. Las Vegas, Nevada, we were actually the. Th- the favorites in the game so they weren't surprised and I hadn't really been following what Portland had has done so far this year but uh I mean they're the Portland Timbers they're a good team and they were in the Western Conference Finals so you had to respect them they were missing their best player who got a red card last week for flicking a dude in the ear it's all good for us though so we came out and um we looked fine nothing's (laughs) anything before that first goal that stuck out uh for me nothing does I should mention we had three skydivers come in, one with an American flag. And our big-ass Charlie Harper-inspired Tifo looked beautiful. The place was full. The place was rocking.
2: (laughs) No, before the goal, I'm not sure. I don't don't remember when Richie's saves were.
1: No. I want to say after because they kind of poured it on for a few minutes after we did. Call that BG. But let's skip up to what really matters in this world. In the 15th minute, we had a free kick. Delivered from our man, uh, week one goal store scorer, Leonardo Bertone, right into the path of a streaking Kendall Waston. Uh, I don't know what his man was doing. They should know that Waston is quite desirable on set pieces. He puts it home. It was, from my angle, that thing was going in slow motion. (laughs) I had several seconds to think the goalie was going to get his arm out there and paw it away. He didn't. It was a goal. And uh, if the place wasn't alive already, it was truly alive at that point Zach from your distant distant seats in 124 how'd you feel what'd you see out there for Kendall Austin's first hopefully of many goal this season
2: it definitely did feel like it was in slow motion and uh perfect fucking ball from Bertone that was his last good set piece ball of the game (laughs) (laughs) he had
1: some uh Kenny Walker corners and I think yeah. I said that out loud and someone was like misheard me and they're like yeah man I wish Kenny was here taking corners I was like <laughs> nah man I'm shitting on him because <laughs> he would never beat the first man
2: I was thinking about it like I was like should I even mention this because it was the, the one negative from the game like, oh, Bertone, it's like ah Bertone's corner kicks ass <laughs> but uh yeah after he headed it oh uh, I thought for sure someone would just clear it And then no, and then he ran in circles on the ground for a celebration, which apparently his kid told him to do that if he scored.
1: There's absolutely no way he's not um, still spraying rubber tire (laughs) pellets out of his butt crack at this moment. Anyone who's played indoor soccer, you know what it's like to find uh, rubber pellets in all the wrong places. In this game, particularly, (laughs) that might be the only other negative of the game, is seeing these black patches of uh, field pellets all over the place hopefully those work their way into the turf and it doesn't look so uh,
2: egregious yeah i hope none of the players have ever had bed bugs before because if you have fear of bed bugs and you see one of those pellets (laughs) on your carpet gives you nightmares (laughs) can't relate amelia We're clean (laughs)
1: definitely never had bed bugs never thrown out three couches
2: i tell you what amelia if you had bed (laughs) bugs i'd still let you sit on the couch (laughs)
1: I'll tell you what, world. When Zach, when you told us you had bed bugs, that was before like bed bugs were the hot, the hot topic in Cincinnati yeah. and New York across the country. And like I thought it was kind of charming. It's like bed bugs. You know, you hear "Don't let the bed bugs bite." It's just a, you know, it's not a really big deal. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> It'll fuck your life up real good.
2: No, we got into bed bugs on the ground floor. Yeah, we were. <laughs> it's like, we had the first seven inch. It Everyone was the else.
1: Satanta sports of infestations. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you weren't down with bed bugs back then. But that was like five houses ago. So we're clean. Guys, we're clean. <laughs> and we're watching YouTube videos. It's like if you look up an STD, they're not going to show you, like, the most moderate version of an STd they're gonna show you a full balloon <laughs> anyways so it was like a youtube video and it was like about killing bed bugs it' was like bed bugs can hide anywhere and it showed bed bugs crawling inside of uh electrical outlets i was like who can defeat this if they can hide in electrical outlets we're all screwed so uh, that was the first half uh, <laughs> after the first goal though I was like okay I think uh any any remaining doubts that we we're gonna get obviously smashed which we didn't but I was it felt like a result was imminent at the very worst. Um, a tie. My prediction before the game was the only one I made was a two, one win for us. Zach, did anyone ask? And did you give any predictions before the game?
2: No, I didn't give any predictions. And, uh,
1: I honestly didn't give it much thought.
2: Yeah. I don't want to jinx it for the rest of the season, but you, you get the feeling now with that back four and Victor playing right in front of them. Uh, you can see out games one to nothing if we chose to do it, just yeah Watson really
1: was clearing everything that yeah. came in there uh i would I could have been missing it, but I felt like uh this is good for a center back, I guess if you don't <laughs> it's like a a good game from a ref where you don't notice him uh, I don't m- remember much of Nick Hagland in the game, and uh I'll just take that as a good thing that he didn't have to make any last second. He could probably like cleared six off the line and I forget it. <laughs> Quiet one from Nick Haglin. And we should mention since Nick's not here, <laughs> Nick really has it out for <laughs> Nick Haglin. Shitting on him. On, <laughs> I like this cuz Nick can't defend himself. Shitting on him real hard after the game last week. And then what happens? MLS announces their team of the week. <laughs> who's there? starting back Nick Haglund. So another great game from Nick.
2: Yeah, I so <laughs> I sat with Nick and uh he was talking to Shorty who he brought to the game and he went on a Nick Hagelin rants even after I was, it was like was John this week No it was Shorty I was there This game? Yeah
1: Well John came to Top Cats <laughs> Alright Well he <laughs> well, might have gone to
2: the game but he didn't Very strange Um Anyway, yeah, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. He's just like, I mean, he gets in front of the ball. Sorry, Nick. I'm not like hating on you. But, like we You'll a- never skip a podcast again. <laughs> he was clowning on him last week. And then we're like, dude, he had like seven out of nine long-range passes and uh, MLS, team, MLS of the team, of the <laughs> team of the Week. I don't know how they
1: picked that, but yeah. I don't know either, but uh, yeah. yeah. So he was good. Waston was great, even besides his goal. I just, you know, everything that came in there. He's, he was a calming presence. Seattle already seems like a distant memory. Everyone had a great game. Um I liked what well, we should mention, there that was the only goal in the first half. Um you could tell Adi was really wanted. He had a chance within the first five minutes of the game, Zach. I don't know if you remember that, where he had a pretty decent shot at goal and went wide. And Adi wanted it bad. I was feeling for him. <laughs> I wanted him to get one, and then late in the first half he uh came down. I don't know what was wrong with him, honestly. But uh, he had to come off at halftime, and uh, an okay situation. Darren Maddox had to come in for him. I'm sure there was lots of more moments in the first half, but uh, we were on the back foot for sure after our goal for a while. Zach, you're looking at the Audi advanced stats. Do you have something to say about it?
2: Uh, I was trying to pull up Spencer Ritchie, but anyway, yeah. We were on our back foot, but
1: Spencer Ritchie came up uh, huge.
2: Yeah, and if you think about it, you know, when the score line's that if – he lets any of those through it's a whole different game Trolls
1: <laughs> really changed the game uh, it's true he had one <laughs> a long range one it looked like he was shielded pretty good but he got down and pushed it wide and then with a minute later he's on the other side and uh got right in the Portland guy's face and blocked it with his body he had a great game so yeah there was like a 10 to 15 minute spell where they were pushing really hard for the equalizer and he looked great um TT thought he looked terrible <laughs> he's uh i always feel watching that in the were there any players zach i don't remember in the usl days the guys not in the 18 would be watching in 124 is that are those days over and then no,
2: uh corbin bone was up there
1: nice Was and, mrs uh, bone there yeah nice little ba- bone little Bone. baby bone <laughs>
2: yeah baby bone um who else i didn't see nazmi he might have been up there frankie I only saw Corbin as I was uh, leaving. Maybe
1: Frankie yeah. might have been on somebody's shoulders, but it was a uh, it was a decent hat. <laughs> That's stupid. Hey, raise a hand out there in the world if a friend or you somebody made a joke about the uh, giveaway towel being Jimmy McLaughlin's jersey, <laughs> folks. It's not original. We heard it a million times, <laughs> but uh, it must be done. <laughs> what else can you say about it? Uh, halftime. Brand new halftime entertainment. Zach, do you see it? Penalty shootout.
2: Oh, I <laughs> thought you were going to say the rousing speech from the mercy. Yeah, and the Mercy health.
1: health guy came out. and He was like, "If Jeff doesn't get to speak, I'm making a Jeff speech." And the guy says, uh, "You know, I got heart palpitations thinking about it right now." Four of you look under your seats. There's something special. I was like, "Oh hell yeah! It's a car, right? new car. <laughs> They're the, giving away four cars, the whole stadium, thought it was or a uh, car. free health insurance for life. I could really use that." Feel under my seat. And I kept screaming out, It's gum! <laughs> <laughs> like, literally nobody laughed.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just gum. Uh, we did not win, but somebody got a jersey. Wow, quite the giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Quite the giveaway. Probably from DHK, anyways.
2: Uh, FCC Cincinnati jersey, as he said.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a year two kit they had laying around, an all black kit. Um, but, yeah, that was the first half. Is that, I mean, I'm sure you're going to say nothing, but is there anything else you remember from the half? They they piled it on. We held strong. Our defense did what it had to do. The whole back line. Uh, we'll talk about Deplon a little bit later, but uh, what you see out there from our man Powell? We can't say it enough. Powell could not have been burned, or, well, burned, and shit on more week one. By, by yours truly as well. But uh, I was like, what are we doing with this guy? Do we even need Powell on the team? And... I don't remember him making a bad step in the game. He could have, but all in all, and it was a rivalry game for him too. You know, he wants to play well against his old team. And no, he, he was did.
2: he was great. Uh, if anything, I wish he would like break a little more now. Yeah, he didn't really. I think maybe Koch really fucking got in his ass after him a little the bit first game because if you you see, look at the over there. I mean, he's not afraid. Yeah, He'll barrel he's got down.
1: Viva la vida. Um, he's got lots of uh, lots of freedom. Yeah, and he's an offensive juggernaut
2: now. And then, uh, but Powell, yeah, I'd like to see him get forward more. But no, he looks fucking great. That's kind of the sad thing, because when you see Garza come in, he looks so good. When he's, I think they're probably still nervous about his hamstring uh, to start him. But Powell's going to be displaced, I imagine.
1: Yeah, it, you'd think they're gonna keep rocking this formation until, you know, the results say otherwise. But they seem like they got a little bit of a groove going with it now. Yeah, everybody at the back was good. Another guy who was great. Like most, I'd say we actually had a midfield until we scored a goal, and then it seemed like the midfield went away, and we kind of resorted to uh, not having the ball. <laughs> and then well, the
2: first five minutes, it was Wast in long balls. There was like three of them, and me and Nick are they like, were definitely pushing um, to Adi. Yeah, this shit. Um, but no, that kind of stopped and then started again.
1: <laughs> That's why I didn't, you know, you'd think our DP striker going out, you're like, uh uh-huh. But I, I honestly felt kind of excited for Maddox to come into the game, which uh, when we get to the second half, that'll prove to be true as well. But Alan Cruz, it's just every game it's going to seem more egregious that he wasn't even on the bench <laughs> in Seattle. Not to harp on it, but uh, I loved everything about him. He goes in hard for tackles. And he tries to make stuff happen when he's going forward. So, uh, yeah, he's a must start for me. Second half starts. Like I said, uh, Maddox comes in for Adi. And uh, we looked much better than our back foot play of the first half. 61st minute um, with the help of some setup from the substitute, Darren Maddox. Alan Cruz, the ball falls to him. He doesn't have a good angle for a shot. Facing away from goal, what does he do? Back heals it. Fucking... Uh, Watch that highlight again for John Strong. And in, and in the moment, call
0: Oh, oh the back
1: heel. <laughs> it's fucking glorious. Cheeky. Um, um, yeah, Stuart was... Holden was losing it,
2: too. <laughs> Lamar let it rip. And uh, yeah, it ended up with Cruz. And he did his back heel. Yeah, Maddox, he did a little step over thing and uh, dropped it back to. Yeah, it was good. Yeah.
1: I, I, I love the way Maddox is uh, playing tonight. He looked super cash (laughs) everything looked extremely casual but uh he did but he was
2: running his ass off no not
1: uh it's not a synonym for lazy i don't know this guy's a little too casual out there no it just looked like uh almost effortless tonight and um i don't know if he's running up to Koch after these like hey bro (laughs) you see what i'm doing out there i'm not even trying just wait till i try no he was definitely trying and then before we even have a chance to catch a breath, I'm losing my mind. Uh, the smoke's still in the air. That was the 61st minute, 63rd minute after, uh, Victor, Uoah uh, knocks it over a few guys and sends in a great cross. Another, we're just pinging it around. Ball's bouncing everywhere. Comes across to Deplan. It seemed like a relatively straightforward finish, but, uh, the ball got up on him real quick and he was able to adjust and put it in the netting. And it was beautiful. And, uh, I don't know if you guys know. I'm a big Deplon fan. I fucking lost it. And uh, well, Zach, what did you see out there? Well, Depland
2: the ball to Deplon, Deplan was from Maddox again.
1: Yeah, and it was and, a great uh, ball. And dangerous.
2: You always cross was perfect too. You know, if Audi was in there, he might have headed that one over the top. And we're like, that was a good cross. Which but the butterfly, would have scored on it. Um, Deplon doesn't <laughs> get a goal. But uh, yeah, Maddox again. He gets it on the other side. And then. If you look at the replay, it looks like maybe he wanted to do a little back heel.
1: Deplan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we but, uh, we're truly already by that point we were truly silent
2: on him. Um, and, uh, he looked fantastic, even though he took a ball on the face hard.
1: Yeah, uh, I was a little worrisome. <laughs> the ref wanted him
2: to come <laughs> off and he's like
1: no. Non. non. <laughs> um, but yeah, Deplan, it should be mentioned. I looked up his stats, most of his career stats. I believe they said on the broadcast he only had he's only had one goal in his career he's been playing for a while and in France which is not known for uh, the strongest defense in the world and he also only has th- at least less definitely less than 10 I want to say like six assists in his career or something like that and when you watch him play which is beautiful glorious the fact he has only a handful of assists just seems crazy because he's getting forward way more than I thought he would when I was just watching his highlights and building them up based on nothing but, Zach, what do we see out there from the offensive juggernaut that is Mathieu Dupland?
2: Are you surprised? Um, <laughs> I mean, we didn't know anything, but I just – I was a little <laughs> surprised because I thought, like, you know, it was just kind of a thing we were doing, <laughs> talking up the great Mathieu uh, and, Yeah, I mean, uh, no, but We wouldn't have been shocked
1: if he ended up being someone who just rode the bench all season. Right. he
2: could. <laughs> we didn't know anything. Like, yeah, like you said, his stats don't really speak volumes. Uh no, I thought he looked fucking fantastic and uh there was a handful of times in that second half where like down his side we'd be someone would be trapped up against the sideline and all those guys would just between him and Cruz and whether it was uh Lama over there or even when Garza came in they just work these triangles and get out of trouble and then burst down the sideline all of a sudden. It was yeah, everybody fantastic. looks
1: very uh, calm on the ball these last two games, and um, Deplan especially. He, um, I don't want to give him false credit, but why the hell not? There was one moment where Diego Valeri tried to make some shit happen and tried to juke. It was either past him or somebody else, but he just got fucking stuffed. It just felt <laughs> so good. Uh, the moment I thought Deplon could be, I was got a little more excited about him when uh, I think it was Luke Sassano, Sassano. He was on CST and he was talking about Deplon and he went off on him for a while and talking about how versatile and how impressed he was with him. I was like, okay, this guy's actually gonna play. When in the first half, he I mean he comes he comes central, he goes down the wing, he does it all. He he lit a rip from outside the box in the first half. Folks, I'm a fan. I like him. And I don't know, I don't have the meta here when the red card was. Second yellow card for a dude on Portland. And uh, I barely even noticed it happened. But if you thought we were styling on him before that, <laughs> oh baby, <laughs> we had real artistic license. People just doing this, that, and the other. Garza came in as a sub, and he had a style on a moment. juked a dude real nice, and then in the oh, that was fucking what
2: fantastic! <laughs> yeah, that was our whole section, you hear woo,
1: <laughs> it was great. Well, it looked great. It's like I mean. Obviously they're chasing the game and we, you know, everything was on them. But even without that, I just felt like, Oh, we looked like great. We look like a playoff team for sure. If you came from space.
2: <laughs> well, it was even in the first half. And I said to Nick, it was tight with up top, uh, Adi, Lamont, Mane, I guess they were popping up on one would be on the left side and then on the right. And then. Oddie would be on the left and someone else in the middle. Um, yeah.
1: Cruz and Lamas, which sides at one point.
2: And that, that fucking impeccable first touch. Yeah. We should mention that. Kakuta Mane.
1: We, just, we, I speak for myself, but when I heard we sign him, like, Oh yeah, I hope you a good sub. He's fast. <laughs> Go down the wing. The guy's playing in the fucking middle. He's got Berbatov touch on the ball and, uh, he gets to every ball. Obviously he's fast as hell. And, uh, Zach, I, I don't know about you, but I wasn't expecting uh, Kakutamane the <laughs> first to be starting two of our first three games and then to be, like, so important.
2: Yeah. No. It's wild. Uh, Alan Cruz, he has a fucking fantastic first touch, too. He took one out of the air. He had another karate kick and another bicycle and then his back heel goal. Oh, his bicycle. And, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. What can you say? It, He's was, only w- get <laughs> it was in waves in that second half, and sometimes... He just kind of felt bad. <laughs> you don't want to be like that because we better savor this because you never know. But it was, I think, oh, was I think fantastic. I told, uh,
1: shout out to John Hable if he's here. I said the 80th minute, that's when I'll feel, <laughs> I know it was three, nothing, but I was like, let's just get to the 80th minute. And then I was like, we didn't get that fourth goal. I was like, God, anything's possible.
2: Yeah. Well, I, and then I called it. I think many people could have, I was like, ah, three up. He's going to give the Desma a shot.
1: Yeah. Like 82nd, 83rd. Yeah. Something later, Ledesma came in to a rousing, rousing ovation. And of course, everyone's just desperate for him to get the ball. No one more desperate for him to get the ball than Ledesma himself. <laughs> he was calling for every ball, every situation. He was calling for Waston to send long balls over the top to him. And uh, he eventually he was over by the, by the sideline, uh, opposite sideline of the bench. He was like three feet from a dude with the ball being like marked, <laughs> being like, hey, hey, hey. And they wouldn't give him the ball. And he shook his head. I was like, dude, man, just spread out and go for it. He didn't really get there was one breakaway. I don't know if you remember that Zach it was coming up close to our sideline. I want to say maybe it was Kakutamane. And it looked like it was gonna set up perfectly for a cross into him. Uh ended up just ending up with a corner. Zach, what did you see that corner kick situation? Uh <laughs> came in there. It was not a chance
2: for an Olympico. Uh no. Well there it was an
1: in swinger, so the corner swinger I should
2: The say. corner or two before that, um they played him short to Garza. And uh and I think that was the plan. So Garza goes over there, man who kisses the ball, He's like, Well, I'm not gonna kiss the ball and play it short. <laughs> and then uh he sends Garza away and he did not look happy and he definitely was like making eye contact with Koch as he like jogs away you think like
1: the exact same scenario happened last year. Yeah. <laughs> was it Kenny who like went yeah. up and then he looked back at Koch and who's just like, No, yeah. not
2: doing it. Um And we all really wanna thought it'd be great for Manu to get a goal and there was I know the opportunity you're talking about first Maddox had the ball he tried to get it centered to Ledesma and it went back out to maybe this is another time to I don't know if it was Lamar or who else had fucking had the ball yeah Um, and they didn't look for him and he was upset but like I don't know man once he came in you see like he just doesn't have the Jets like those guys up top like like I was saying to Nick, if you got... It
1: could be unfair. Kakuna Mane might be the fastest guy. In the I know, in the but Mane, Maddox, Lamar, um,
2: yeah. um, and then Cruz, he was up there for a few, handful of those attacks. I mean, they were just fucking bombarding. And uh,
1: Alan Cruz is like deceptively chunky. He's not like... You think so? I don't think he's like... I mean, I'm not saying like... He's not like Kenny. No, no, no. Like uh, He's a little more girthy. He's, he's got a run to him, kind of like a... Shout out to the Reds, Yasiel Puig, but uh, well, he's got some he was, big
2: thighs. He is faster than I thought he was because there's a few times. I
1: think that that's like, why he like uh, doesn't look like he'd be as fast, and he has a weird, he has a bit of a strange gait. <laughs>
2: yeah, Well that dude can get back when he needs to get back. It was fucking.
1: When you're talking about that front line, there's one point in the first half when I noticed we didn't have a midfield where it looked like we literally had a line of five guys. It was in the second. half <laughs> There was half like too. five, five <laughs> defenders, forty yards, and then five guys up front. I was like, this is not. There's no way this was the plan. <laughs> well,
2: in the second half, they were attacking that way. Like, literally, they were all like in a straight line across the field, like right past my section, like moving at the same pace, like in one fucking solid line. But
1: I mean, uh, you said like, preseason that that would be scary.
0: Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's gotta be I, terrifying. That's all cool. I said.
2: To, I said to Nick tonight, I was like, you see those that front line like charging at you, you? Fucking shit yourself. And he was like, I shit my dad's pants. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> is Nick said that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that something, <laughs> something people say?
1: Nick could be like, that's not what I meant. Oh, I got a toe cramp. Ow! the oh, fuck. You ever had those where your toe, like, sticks? Yeah,
2: I used to get them in the swimming pool. Woo. It's been the that first, kind of a game. The first <laughs> time I ever got a toe cramp, I was at soccer practice actually and i didn't know Ah. what i didn't know what it was and i thought my toe was broken or something i was an idiot i got leg my first
0: leg
1: cramp in the uh junior high camping trip for some reason they put me in the nerd tent (laughs) like literally the five nerdiest guys in my class and me in the middle of the night we've been walking all day or we did bike riding that's a good way to get leg cramps i woke up with some of the worst uh inexplicable pain in my legs of my life i'm an athlete um, but yeah, that was full time. Um, uh, they never got a goal. <laughs> they never got a goal. I don't remember. There was nothing like that first half for Portland, where they had like some really close chances. Unless I'm forgetting something from start to finish of the second half, I felt like we mostly dominated.
2: Yeah, there was Richie had that one save, which I said was well wide. And he kept it in play. Yeah. was able to pick it up. Uh, no, I mean, not really. They had the and then one. they went
1: down a man, and so it made even more sense.
2: Early in the second half, this was infuriating. Waston got a yellow card. He gets shoved in the back, yeah, which makes yes, his arm kind of swing up and handball it. And then he gets a yellow card for it. And they had a really dangerous even if it, free kick.
1: Yeah, thankfully, thankfully Valeri
2: blasted it
1: way high. I was going to say, even if it was a purposeful handball, he was so clearly fouled right before then. That would have just been horseshit if they scored off of that. So uh ball don't lie as usual. Um is there anyone forgetting Victor well, we mentioned Victor Yo in a later segment, but uh he's kind of an unsung hero out there. He's not gonna get the exciting credit that some of the other guys get, but he another one of those guys who's just uh well that sounds like a pundit. He's another one of those guys. He's just solid. He's just a solid yeah. player. Out no, there. I thought
2: I mean he was really good. And uh there was times, I think we talked about him more in the first half. We noticed, like, man, Bertone, he's got really good touch on the ball. And uh, I don't know. It's going to be tricky because Kenny is so good. Yeah, so who does he displace? Something. I don't know. Well, Cruz will be
1: gone for a little while. Gold Cup, so whatever. And Waston. Yeah, I just mean more like in the midfield. So,
2: Well, will Kenny be gone?
1: He's not getting called up.
2: Do they have that list yet?
1: I don't think so. And I think he's still got to work his way back
2: by Gar- the end of this season. Garza?
1: I hope Sorry, not. I no, should No, I don't think this, he was on the initial. Well, maybe that does. I don't know if that's out or not. I think it is out. He's not on it. Powell's called up. Maddox is called up. So these guys these guys will get a chance to play. <laughs> Alexander, you're back
2: up. <laughs> well, and then we talked about this. Uh, Welshman, when they let him go. So that's it for strikers. Yeah, I wonder if... if (laughs) Say Audi's hurt and Maddox is gone in the Gold Cup. But let's move on to this week's FCC of the week. We got three goal scorers.
1: We got players who didn't score goals, who had great games. You got Spencer Ritchie. There's a lot to choose from. Zach, would you like me to go first? Do you want to go ahead and pick your FCC man of the week? There's really no wrong answer for me this week.
2: Um... I'm gonna go with, Deplan. Mm. Deplan is how I choose to keep saying it. Though. <laughs> I like to fall somewhere in the middle. Deplan.
1: I'm, how could I possibly go against that? And he deserves it. He deserves some bling. I give it to Deplan too. He's got the goal. First it's also, of many.
2: He's. This is backed by that Audi Player Index.
1: Yeah. What What'd you see there, Zach? On the. We know how they're. We don't need to explain it to you. We know how they figure out the Audi Player Index. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I obvious, don't want but... to get
2: into the nitty gritty. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's for somebody else. He tops the list. That was
1: both teams from that for that game that list he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our our eyes were not lying. Duplant had a great game. Going front words <laughs> backwards. So he's officially the FCC
0: man
1: of the week. Matt, you know what that means, Matt. Wow, that sounds fucking weird, Matt. Matt, you know what that means. <laughs> you get a fifty dollars gift card to James the jeweler can pick it up from my house anytime you can stay you can hang out we could talk we can make french toast we could have, have a little party We can give you a scarf i got one klr scarf left it's got your name on it and uh i made you a banner hope you saw it you looked really pretty on it <laughs> come by no proxies between 1 and 3 p.m so that's the man of the week this week's edition of deco smash i was struggling for a little bit to think of it and then once it was uh either somebody reminded me or i remembered it was so obvious Zach, before I get to the deckel smash, which was uh, our man Bertone, did you see any other hard – I can't think of any hard smash fouls. I mean, Waston's yellow is a fucking yellow card. So anything else out there that sticks out?
2: It's okay if there's not. No. Um, this isn't really a deckle smash, but it really made us think of deckle. Kendall Waston does a little of those kind of shitty, like – I'm gonna elbow you in the side of the head when no one's looking, <laughs> just like barely. Uh um, let you know I'm there. Yeah. Um, saw a couple of those. I was gonna say this is three weeks in a row where Deplan could have been Deckle Smash for getting that ball blasted in <laughs> his face. <laughs> He's always around
1: the action. There was someone I it was either Uyoa or it might have been Bertone. He uh he got his money's worth on a foul and straight like grabbed a guy and just kind of threw him. And it was hilarious, and uh, I'll, I'll try to check it out on the replay. But my deco smash, Leonardo Bertone, and this really has to hurt Portland fans. The 90th minute, the game was over. <laughs> he straights body body checks the dude. They did an advantage, so the game went on at that point. But, uh, yeah, kind of hip-checked a guy. So check it out. I believe the clock was like 89.40 or something. But in soccer, they say it's the next. We're in the 90th. You know what I'm saying? So check that out. He got a yellow card for it, and I would say he got his money's worth money's worth. It was beautiful. So congratulations. You have truly honored deckle this week. Bertone, you are the deckle Smash. Of the week. Uh for the new segment, I'm excited about this one. It's called styling stylin on him. cuz I'm
0: styling on him.
1: 3 weeks in a row we've had a few chances to style on him. Week 1, it didn't last very long. It was that 10 minutes after we scored the goal, we were styling on him. Just ex- that means we were expressing ourselves, uh attempting to embarrass the other team. Whatever. You know what it is. This week's styling on him, for me, it was Victor Uoa before the third goal gets a hold of the ball, does a delightful chip. Yeah, I guess you say a chip. Lofts it over two defenders, which eventually leads to that third goal. It was fucking great. Zach, you mentioned Greg Garza's little doohickey when he came into the game. Is that, yeah. uh, is that your styling on him, or you got another one to share?
2: Um, I mean, that's one of them. Alan Cruz styled on him multiple times. There was a nutmeg in the first half. I don't remember who did it. Might have been Bertone. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Garza's. That was fucking real
1: smooth. You'd say before the year, everyone was talking about us just trying to win every game, win nothing. and It you know, could still end up happening. Who knows? Who knows what these games will be like? But uh, I say the the pundits, <laughs> they wouldn't have predicted a styling on them segment <laughs> <laughs> they won't
2: even have a chance to style on them but all you have to do is get those guys the ball and they're fucking we could score on anybody yeah
1: it's amazing what uh i, I knew so little about Kakutamané, but he just dinks it and then you're like oh he's not gonna be able to reach that dinks it around somebody and he gets to it and is able to poke it to one of his teammates and uh, same with lamar This these 50 50 balls you're not sure if they're gonna get to we end up getting a foot to and we're able to poke it to a One of their teammates is right by them.
2: Yeah, and I'm not going to clown on Adi because I I think he's done well so far this season. But when Maddox gets the ball at his feet, I mean, he doesn't just hold up and wait. He'll hold it up and then turn the defender who's on his back and start breaking. Um,
1: Or he'll take it down straight to somebody else, flicking it to somebody else.
2: Yeah, I just thought he was so good. He had
1: a great game. The whole team, even Richie. He's styling everybody had a chance to style on him,
2: dude. There was a couple times, should
1: have gotten Eric Alexander out there. Give him a chance Richie to style. got the
2: ball, played to his feet a lot, and like there were some where, like, Hurry the fuck up, dude! Yeah, um, Mitch would have tried to dink it to the side, <laughs> probably three or four of those. Um, so thank god, uh, but
1: yeah, style on him this week. I want to forget about it. He's back for more. He wants to give you the MLS news you can use. It's Kevin Wallace with this week's edition of...
0: Kevin's Ooh, Kevin's Ooh,
1: That's right, Kevin Wallace. You know him, you love him. He's back with a brand new minute. And you know what? His time
3: starts right now. Thank God we saved the crew, bringing less than 10,000 people to their second home match. I guess people thought that once they're saved, they don't need to be saved again, huh? Well, MLS 2 Cleveland sounds pretty good right now. Maybe a regional rivalry with Old Detroit there. Meanwhile, we might need to also save Dallas. Two fantastic teams who won at the weekend, and nobody came out to see it happen. Chicago really went out of their way to make it look like FC Cincinnati didn't do that bad against Seattle, losing 2-4 to four there. Why is Schweinsteiger a center back, though? Everybody who predicted FC Cincinnati to finish dead last in this league is feeling really stupid because they all forgot that San Jose didn't change anything in their roster and were hot garbage. James O'Connor with the hot feet on the hot seat. You should definitely go look up the goal that Montreal scored 15 seconds after Orlando kicked off. RSL learned the hard way. You should probably play this sport with 11 men, not nine. L.A. and Minnesota both look fantastic. And then five games happened on Sunday.
1: Oh, baby! Hell of a minute. Zach, favorite part. The beginning. (laughs) He starts strong, and he just keeps on going. Folks, the segment is back that you've been dreading. Zach calls it the Sophie's Choice of Segments. It's FCC Survivor.
2: Do Do you have a list? Of players? Yeah.
1: Well, like who we've used in the past. Uh, No, but I like to think I'll remember.
2: I think I'll remember. I was bummed. I remember that Mike.
1: Eric Alexander played week one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mike sent off uh, Adi last week.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: But if you don't know the rules, (laughs) every week we have to vote somebody off our FCC Survivor Island. They had to have played in the game, started or subbed, and they can never play again in this virtual world. And uh, I'll tell you what, we had a great game. <laughs> it's a shame someone has to die. Mm-hmm. I think I already know who Zach's going to pick. He doesn't know if I know, but I've got a good idea. And, Should uh, we say
2: ours at the same time?
1: <laughs> i got to think of mine. But uh, somebody asked what's going to happen when you run out of players. I think it was uh, Scott Wilson. Shouts to you. Scott, uh,
2: well- just relax.
1: <laughs> well, the answer is they're going to be the sole survivor. I think that's how the game works, and they're the ultimate man of the season, because we didn't want to get rid of you. Um, Zach, talk about your player without giving away his name while I think <laughs> about who I'm going to send off forever. Well, if we say it at the same time, is that a way if we can get away with not kicking out <laughs> two players? I don't know. Mm. All okay. right, we'll just go for it and see. So it'll be one, two, three, and then we'll say it. Right. One, two, three. Ledesmo. La <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah, you had your chance, man. You should have played the corner short. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, obviously, we're limited by who played in the game, which is obviously the worst. Play. The sole survivor is going to be like Frankie Amaya because he's not going to get in a game and then he'll be the leftover player. <laughs> no, our
2: team, it's going to be Nazmi, <laughs> Frankie Amaya, and
1: uh, Welshman back from Lund. Maybe we should have a rule that'll that would be somebody who's played in a game. Uh, you have to have played in the game to be a Soul Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, Manu. What can <laughs> we say? Yeah, it's if it's not for the Gold Cup or something, the path to uh, Manu's playing time it just seems to get worse every week. Kenny Safe didn't even yeah. fucking play.
2: <clears throat> yeah, if
1: that game's one-one, if that game's one-one, Safe,
2: one, st- Safe comes in, um, which is why I was like, oh, they're gonna give Manu a chance, and it sucks for him because like his teammates they don't feel what the fans feel or <laughs> we're like, like, I'm not playing this ball get Manny a goal we gotta get <laughs> him a goal it'll be a great story they're not
1: No, know. all he can hope for is like a Richie long ball because he's the only one <laughs>
2: who knows his story no, they're like we're up three to nothing you know we'll take another goal but
1: okay. yeah I think he needs to be in the game in the, the feel of the flow of the game to truly get us I mean you know this is a very specific situation but I, he'll get more chances this year but not from us uh, the tribe has <laughs> Spoken man.
2: well on that uh, on that free kick Bertone took the free kick where they got the red card yeah um, he was about to come in like right before that
1: there would have been an interesting and situation you know he's Bertone's like, like who the fuck are you Oh, please,
0: <laughs> please
2: get me in I mean he would have taken it from him yeah tried to at least he uh, would have said like did you hear them cheering for me
1: not to like make an obvious statement that you'd hear on this podcast but if it wasn't for that wall i think that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty good shot it, it hit high up on the wall after we watched it again but uh, yeah i like bertoni's chances give him another crack at that the bad boy goes in the goal
2: nick thought for sure it was going in i mean i
1: think it was struck well as they say yeah it was it was definitely not like uh valeri's shot that went into the 30th row ga um so that's sec survivor i think we'll, we'll i think that's fair if we say it at the same time <laughs> we don't have to name another person but that would be an interesting choice who would be the number two person to go off i don't even want to think about it <laughs> hmm. did we kick off powell already i feel like somebody voted him off week one possibly
2: i think nick did
1: oh wow i knew he
2: was gonna cut our... <laughs> and who'd you kick off corbin bone <laughs> yeah that was easy and who did i kick off <laughs> I took Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> I got to pick from <laughs> the low, the low-hanging fruit. Uh, last Eric week Alexander. was Adi. It's
1: not going to get any easier. Actually, it probably will when the gold yeah. cup comes around.
2: Adi got kicked off, and <sighs> who else?
1: Adi. Maybe I kicked off Kakuda Mane.
2: Oh yeah. Well, he kind of limped off, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's done."
1: <laughs> you take an old dog out back. <laughs> now we're could to sing his praises higher hey I don't make the rules all I do is make the rules
2: I don't want any of them gone <laughs> it's especially fun <laughs> when
1: we have a fantastic game 3 nothing. <laughs> someone's gotta go uh, we'll have our chances though uh, we don't want to do a catch watch but you know catch is, is doing the right thing I saw him get do you see his post game he gave a little no. he got in his little circle this is our home we gotta defend it every time he sounded just like that <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see like we said after watching uh we are lafc and i was like man i didn't have that much thoughts about bob bradley because i was waiting for him to get canned from the national team the last time i was rooting for one of his teams uh but i was like God, is, i don't know if Koch is putting in this kind of <laughs> visceral passion so whatever you're saying it's working now and uh
2: yeah i mean treat, treat it like the cup <laughs> it runs. it was kind of <laughs> surprising to see in that hype video they've got him in the locker room like Everyone in this room, somebody has discarded you and this and that, like whatever. It's like, oh, that's true. Yeah. And, uh, and I, didn't, we didn't say it last week. I was in the car. I wasn't thinking straight, but like, I've mentioned many times, like, you know, what the fuck has Alan Koch done? When is, when have we won a game? And you saw, like, man, Koch, his tactics were right. That's why we won the game. Yeah. And, uh, last week, he was fucking spot on. So that's one. Yep. If I ever asked that again, i was like, I oh, remember Atlanta away. <laughs> yeah. He got his tactics fucking perfect. You definitely Except can't for, uh, can't well, shit on them this one. What they keep saying is that we were playing a high line, so foolishly against yeah. Seattle, and then we dropped it back later in that Atlanta game. But
1: it might have been foolishly just because the guys weren't on the same page. It seemed like a million miscommunications week one.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't I think mean, it was the high line
1: it. itself. It was like, oh, you've got this guy. Oh, you don't. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. goal, great.
2: Yeah, if y'all are moving in unison, you can play that high line. But yeah, I thought last week he got it. And obviously his subs were perfect. And then this week, what can you say? It was a fucking game. Uh, Let's move on. I'm sure we'll talk about soccer some more
1: in this week's edition of Potpourri. That's right, Potpourri. Wow, this feels like, before we get to that, uh, I just want to ask Nippert MLS Stadium, how'd it feel? It's the same, but now it's an MLS venue.
2: Yeah, I don't want to start off negatively, but they cranked the volume up pregame. Yes. It's fucking painful. It was like club pride <laughs> yeah. out there. You can't talk to anybody. Especially once
1: it got close. It was really close to the game. The Baileys chanting, doing chants, and they played. Feel the rain on your face. No, I think
2: they. Yeah. They played that.
1: I don't know. They played a remix of that fucking song.
2: They they played a remix of. uh, No one else can do it for you. (laughs) Girls, you know you better. Watch out. That's That's a lot better. That's all right.
1: I'm just saying. The rest is still up. They were literally playing that with like two minutes to go before the players came out.
2: Yes. While the Baileys chanting, I fucking know the room. I've played in like punk bands my whole life. We've played in the Troubadour. We know how loud it can get. We have um, played Gilman. We know. Yeah, with fucking no earplugs, my ears were shot before the game. Like they're ringing. No, it was blasting. And I understand
1: if nobody's making any noise, the music's playing fine. Whatever. It was still the music still sucked. But if you're if you're actually a DJ, if there's a real human up there, and the Bailey's chanting, just stop. Just people are getting hyped on their own, and you're playing fucking Natasha. Whatever the fuck her name is. Just
2: chill out. I don't want to sound like an old fart, but it's
1: too loud, man.
2: (laughs) No. And the middle-aged
1: woman behind me was, like, singing along to the song. I was like, is this what you want? (laughs) Is this what you're hyping? (laughs) This is for the youth. Yeah, so that was a little strange. But overall, uh, you know, from everything I've briefly read on Reddit and stuff, things looked good. Things sounded good, even besides the march. And it's a good venue. What can you say? I mean, obviously a new stadium is going to be awesome, but... uh, I'm interested to hear what the Timbers fans thought from... I mean, their vantage point was better than ours in Atlanta and our Seattle yeah. fans. You can only get so far away at Nippert.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'll say... They
1: should put them in GA. That's probably honestly the worst. Thing.
2: I thought, like... I thought it felt kind of dead for a lot of the game. Yeah. Um,
1: it was a little strange at points. Obviously, the goals woke everybody up, which I, is like, you should be like this more... <laughs> I don't know if it I don't know if people are like that when it's cold if there's an actual excuse or uh yeah, it did. There were there there would be some quiet spells. It felt a little strange. But uh
2: I think the Fox broadcast knew where to put their mics cause apparently it
1: all be sounded really loud. Yeah. Which you know, makes <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> they put them uh, in 122. We got just heard me yelling styling on them. Um, speaking of attendance, guys, I hate to talk about attendance. I truly do. Did you see the screenshots or any of the clips from the crew game? Folks, why did we save you? They deserve to die. uh announced attendance was nine thousand, so actual number was more like nine hundred I guess Zach, did you see that what do you what are you thinking? Do we need hell is real to save them again?
2: Well, it was windy, <laughs> and it was Dallas that's what
1: second home game though. No, I don't – I didn't – I was – honestly, I was surprised it was that low. And people were like, oh, it was pretty cold. I was like, I mean, 40 is manageable. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'm going to take – now that they're saved, I have no problem shitting on them any chance I get. Yeah. I mean – I'm not here to butter them up anymore.
2: I never was. I thought it was fine to let them die. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And now you can be like, this is what we saved you for, which, uh, you know, it's got to hurt. Yeah. I mean, you obviously, like – It'd be silly for one of us to be like, well, look at ours when it's our first fucking game. They'll say, well, come, we'll see in 15 years. Um, yeah, but
1: we don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't
2: have, yeah. we don't uh,
1: have I to, can do, I but. can make you one guarantee, Columbus, we're going to have 20,000 for every game, no matter what it looks like in the stands, because that's how many season ticket holders we have.
2: So well, no they what, have more. They had 11. Yeah, they do have more than that. So, they were, well. Interesting. Uh, I don't remember. Did they have eleven thousand season ticket holders or twelve thousand pledges, which were not legally binding? <laughs> <pledges>? <laughs> it's like me,
1: me when I call in PBS. <laughs> hey. Just want to hear my name. <laughs> I'm,
2: gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna donate when I get paid. <laughs> Was,
1: yeah, a hundred dollars from Hugh erection. I know that's how. Hugh erection. Hugh erection. Like, oh, thanks to Mr. Hugh Erection. (laughs) Hey, that's not right. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's go back to this. Zach, where were you a week ago? (laughs) I know where you were, (laughs) in the car. (laughs) We beat Atlanta. We come home. We are on a high, maybe even more than this 3-0 thrashing. We get home. We're celebrating it in the morning. There's a trickling in of the news about Flow Sports. Turns into a cascade of tweets and anger from the fans. And our Monday joyous celebration ended up being um, a day of mourning with a U. <laughs> the Great Flopocalypse. I mean, I don't want to get caught, hang up on an ounce. Tonight was a great night. We don't. It's been talked about enough. But uh, Zach, what were your thoughts Monday when you thought nothing could bring us down? It turns <laughs> out our own team—I shouldn't say the club—were the ones who brought us down off of our
2: rocket high. Yeah, it couldn't have been more awkward. And I, well, I would seen all the DC shit, and then I saw our tweet. I'm like, Yeah, I'd be fucking kidding me.
1: Yeah, it should be mentioned that they just had a bunch of issues for their first game with the stream going out and Pub Partners not having the game up for like the first fifteen minutes because Flow Sports didn't have the right like zip codes in and were blocking the game,
2: which led to days of radio silence from FC Cincinnati. Pumping yeah, their they, Twitter feed full of fluff, <laughs> yeah. I guess, in an attempt to just, like, push it away. And, uh, I'm
1: sure they were discussing it, from what I understand. They were talking about it, but, like, they wouldn't put out a statement. And That's all.
2: But, yeah, so, in the future. Not even a sentence. In the future, say, you know, I guess Pat Brennan finally asked Birding if he had seen that or whatever. And he's like, oh, we're having internal discussions. That one tweet could have come on the first day, like... Yeah, we are having. Leaves. We were fucking piling yeah, on him. We are it having discussions brutal. about it. We'll let you know when, whatever, anything. Yeah, anything. But it was nothing at all. And then, uh, yeah. Then they posted a picture of my son, <laughs> 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 which he just went to the park. Our sister uh, <laughs> took her kid and mine to the Summit Park, not knowing that they were doing the thing. Next thing you know, there's Gary pictures of my kid with Gary and holding an <laughs> FC Cincinnati sticker. I'm like, Oh, you better pay me for this shit. <laughs> Clowns.
1: Yeah. It seemed like such a, I mean, you know, I don't know if it was stack whoever was running the Twitter account. You, you, you slightly feel for him getting bombarded and they post any picture. And I was like, how about flow sports? <laughs> what the fuck? But it was, you know, something of their own doing. Not only was the timing, I don't know if they released it. It came out in some paper that was not a local one about the deal. But, God, say something next time. Like, literally, we're easy to please. Uh, well, maybe not, but... Easy and, enough. Yeah, and the people... Think of, like, the most ardent FCC fan who would never say a bad word about him. Even those people were like, what the fuck, bro? So when you lose those people, especially after what happened on Sunday... And just think about what they did to my our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you could see after the flow debacle, just the listens went down. People didn't want to hear about that game anymore. That's Mm -hmm. not really true, but um, avoidable. Entirely avoidable. And then we get Jeff with the hostage video eventually put out a video. Which was nearly 12 minutes long. It was chatty. His eyes were darting around the room. The cue card guy was having some issues. So
2: he did his best to, like, not act annoyed. But he was clearly annoyed. There's no way on that first day and the second day.
1: Give us a fucking break! What do they want from us? We have over the air, and which is true, you know, we have the over the air. But uh, it was just such an unforced error.
2: And then you know his talks with fucking Carl. Like I'm, we're putting five hundred million dollars <laughs> into the team, which he made a point to say in that video. Like, this uh, cost a lot of money. Yeah, it's like. You know, come out. If you came out and said that, like, look, we're running out of money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would have freaked a lot of people out. (laughs) But aren't we?
1: You know, you keep hearing rumblings of uh, we don't have a lot in the coffers. Coffers? What's the word? And um, Chris Coiffer? Yeah. From (laughs) Glee? From Soundgarden. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, Pete. But uh, you hear those rumblings that, like, you know, we're a little cash poor as far as the team right now. And like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, if Carl Linder tomorrow, he could write a check and we'd have plenty of money. So like, you know, I'm not going to No, Obviously they didn't say anyone should, but you know, don't shed a tear for FCC. It's tied up in equities. (laughs) Yeah, it's tight. (laughs) He's only got 3 billion and not 3.1 million
2: equities and subsidies. Oh yeah. I mean, trust me, I don't feel bad when I hear about like, you know, people trying to get the most out of us in the West end and this and that. I'm like, fucking do it. Yeah.
1: He's, I, he's I don't. Got you know, I'm not always saying yeah. they should get the money, but you know, go for it, give it a chance. Um,
2: However, what if what <laughs> Jeff Birding said was true? That's just. I mean, I think you tweeted it too. That's just as baffling.
1: Nobody else wanted to make a deal with us. No
2: one else wanted to make a deal with us. And then a week, two weeks before our next away game, <laughs> I that up. we're. Getting this deal. So we didn't have a plan. (laughs) It was a last minute.
1: I don't know. Chicago Fire is an ESPN Plus deal. That would obviously be ideal because it's cheap and they have a million games on there. And a lot of people have it already. But, um, you know, I saw one pro flow person from D.C. on our Reddit the other day. Um, I sent him a death threat. I was like, this is not a place for this. (laughs) I slid into the DMs, told him uh, it's time to die.
2: Yeah. See, the thing is, people could stomach 1250 if that was for like the whole league
1: yeah it's us in dc though. yeah
2: you don't have and you know and whatever writing and back background stories and fucking extra content no one cares about yeah, that we get that in the twitter feed that's enough <laughs> we get plenty of content we make our own content yeah it's just too much i mean i've one of two things i think will happen one they might think after tonight They'll never Jack it up. never mention it again <laughs> and like pretend that the pub partners deal is just enough to which they'll get it for free. Or or we'll get discount. season ticket holder discount.
1: I feel like there's gotta be some discount coming. If D C gets it, there's really no excuse for us to not get it.
2: Well, they don't have an over the air. True. That's the
1: difference. Wow, that's really shitty. Yeah,
2: no, it's fucking terrible. And so like and that's what Jeff Said on the video too is like there's other cities who this and this and this have it worse. I'm like, well, you know, yeah. I w- I've, at one point other I was cities just... are fucking failing.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very strange. I w- I, but eventually, the anger wasn't about Flow Sports; it was about them ignoring us. Right. I was like, dude, one fucking tweet, and we all know who's behind that, don't we? <laughs>
2: yeah, we do. And then <laughs> there was, was some, just really revving my some griping up. when people were like, oh, can we bring? We can't bring an empty water bottle into the stadium, and then oh, FC Cincinnati. Good. No period. If there's a period at the end, you know your <laughs> You know your girlfriend's mad, uh, <laughs> and you know that is Liz Summers. She tweeted that at the grocery store. She was already on edge. Yeah, she saw some husbands trying to. What do you think? Do you think she
1: packs heat when she goes to Jungle Gyms? Because there's a lot to take in there. <laughs> so many aisles. So many men.
2: It's gotta be upsetting. Ah! Sorry, cat uh i'm at zach's house yeah and then man we're getting negative towards the end like, <laughs> charlie hatch trying to act like he's not biased <laughs> that's true it's like
1: it's like i don't want to say any. i'm not saying this or that like yes you are but Charlie. but if they didn't
2: do this we literally wouldn't have there was no other option i'm like yeah. let's we'll see let's see what would happen we know who you
1: work for <laughs> uh charlie go ahead and uh switch accounts yeah <laughs> give us give us that one tweet we've been dying for um but yeah but hopefully that's resolved. <laughs> They'll bring it up Monday for sure. Uh, let me read off my tweet. It was a real good was a real good singer. And what did I say? I said, if FC since Oh, yeah. Likes are pouring in already. If FC he announces some new puppy suffocating initiative Monday morning, I will be very upset. want to savor this win. Yeah, please. <laughs> give
2: us the one day. Um, uh, Dad texted me. I was like, what's Jonah thinks going to happen on Monday? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's making a joke. Uh, you never know. I, we'll give Nick a shout out since he's not here.
1: Nick said, Waston, man of the match. Massive. Also, Cruz, Diplon, and Bertone.
2: <laughs> Going out on a limb there, Just name the whole team, Nick. Nick I'm was, impressed uh, slash in love, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> He point. was very impressed with Waston today. I mean, I was too. It'd be hard not to. Yeah, be hard not to. You seen that guy without a shirt on? No. Oh.
1: It's impressive. It's good. He looks like a guy who could get away with Having a little a bit of a pouch too cuz he's just so big and burly. You wouldn't be shocked if he took off a shirt and he
2: I've there's a scenario in my head where Jimmy walks into a room and all these girls start screaming and then Waston walks in and takes his shirt off and Jimmy <laughs> cries and leaves.
0: <laughs>
2: now, where could that happen?
1: Oh, that is what happened. <laughs> and then Jimmy ran away upset. <laughs> Twisted toward, his, neck. his
2: ACL Get okay,
1: well soon, James. Sorry you couldn't be there for that.
2: Can you imagine if so? Jimmy was the sub. <laughs> what <do> you, well, <laughs> so now you got to think Ledesma couldn't be more happy that Jimmy hurt his knee because he's the third sub tonight. God, I hope. God, that would have been fucking ridiculous. Rousing. Can you imagine those
1: guys on the bench looking side to side? Can he save? Can he save? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah sorry i'm getting distracted looking at slack see what's going on yep 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 yep. okay things just feel uh, different
2: when uh we're using the task game everything's changed i'm holding a mic uh speaking of this is chad's task game he was at the game tonight
1: yeah so there fuck you, you all <laughs> uh he's still part of this podcast whether he's here or not if next week's saturday we should be back on a regular schedule you get that sweet sweet condenser sound that audio technica that you crave but uh you know we're monday morning magic makers cst you got to get back on the video front huh we got to differentiate ourselves you're the video guys we're the audio guys we can't be having (laughs) this two audio podcasts it's too much uh but zach so that's enough of flow sports any other big takeaways of the week before we wrap things up we talked about the game for a long time you can't blame us three nothing a real royal beat down uh we should mention zach if you want to do any gloating remember first three game prediction i believe we were predicted four points so we're and still we on are. schedule. Anything to say about that? And to all the, not to quote Donald Trump, the haters and the losers out there who doubted our <laughs> predictive abilities. Especially, I'd say the most doubts would have come from the, you know, the opening stretch of games. But so far, I mean, Port, Portland and Atlanta, we could be lucky. They could be having down starts or down years. However you want to slice it, the points are ours. Four points. Zach, four points from the first three games. You take that?
2: Oh hell yeah, I take it. But uh Yeah, you nah, it won't happen. No what? <laughs> you just don't want the them room. to overlook like a team like Philly coming in and think like, oh man, we've gotten through the gauntlet. <laughs> Smooth sailing against whoever. RSL, Philly. Yeah,
1: you know, we had Seattle was three points, that was wrong. Atlanta, zero points, and one point against Portland. Hey, anyway you slice it. got four points uh sunday here's my hope we play in new england uh the bus leaves liz she just stays (laughs) (laughs) go back you and brad friedel belong together yeah go back to your home that you desire zach you looking for something specific on your phone or you just you know the podcast is almost over
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i was looking at i wasn't looking for something okay good to know (laughs) good to know Look, uh, when i'm on my couch i just operate like i'm at home on my couch oh fucking hell next week sunday
1: oh damn 4 p.m this is gonna be three weeks of task on a row <laughs> uh that's annoying you're gonna you're not gonna have your son you're gonna go out and watch it in the world
2: yeah sure i'll do that
1: or here uh, i'm only watching out molly malone's if it's not on that second floor because i cannot handle those shitty tvs especially when we have such nice tvs at home i've got that down as a win zach after what you've seen you sticking with the win
2: yeah we should go through our list again because i'm going to turn some of those draws into wins new england win philly win <laughs> sporting can't see loss
1: but that's at home so, I mean we're a fortress now LAFC lost I don't need to go through the whole list but uh, yeah I'll go through it again yeah if anything I think did we end up with not a home playoff match because at this rate we're looking like a home playoff team to me
2: I don't think we did
1: no but three weeks into the season things can change if you think the points you know the points at the beginning of the season count is the same at the end all right yeah straw man who i'm yelling at
2: (laughs) final thoughts um i tell you what i listened to that uh cst the other day the one post flow cst post flow and i was very very upset and it was hard to get excited for the game and i just really wanted the team to come out and say something so i could (laughs) move on start to get excited for the game (laughs) Andrew Wiebe was on there. Man, he really got me fucking pumped. He was so, <laughs> so excited to come. I was like, all right.
1: He all was. Right. He's been a jovial character. Yeah. And uh, I think we've turned around most of the, at least the MLS extra time writers. They can't say anything. Last week they spent, I mean, they, they, talked, they talked good about us, but last week understandably it was more about like, what's wrong with Atlanta? I think three nothing. Yeah. They can't help but talk about us. Yeah, but I think what's right th- with us. What
2: everyone thought though is that Kenny Safe was like the missing piece. Yeah, that is and what they
1: talked about. And they were like, See, the... I was right, they don't have that playmaker. <laughs> well, this week it was pretty much guys who were already
2: on our team. Yeah, I mean plus Victor Yu is a playmaker and Alan Cruz is a playmaker, and yeah. fucking Britoni can pull the strings back there too. So there you go. So fuck you, Matt Doyle. It's too late to jump on the bandwagon. Uh yeah. I kind of
1: enjoyed when everyone's hating on us. I don't don't let me stop the I told you so's. Please, 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 um, well, On a sad note, we didn't get to see uh, Chris, Amelia, Lindsay, Fair <laughs> Lindsay. Guys, where were you? We don't see the <laughs> Bailey. Uh, <laughs> Amelia, what's good? You gonna come out to the watch party Saturday or what? You can't answer. This is a one-way podcast.
2: <laughs> Forgot how this works. Zach, final thoughts. Um, oh, final thought. A guy came and sat right in front of us. He came to the game by himself. Weirdo. Talked to everybody. Was he wearing an LA hat? No. Oh God. (sighs) Thank God. God. People who can do this. (laughs) Special breed. Yeah. It's a real special breed.
1: I'm, I'm in line to get a wild cherry Pepsi and there's a guy in an LA Dodgers hat and he turns to these people like, can you believe we're the MLS or like. No, he said, can you believe there's an MLS team here? Uh, L.A. Dodgers had, I should mention. And he says, "Uh, I used to have to drive to Chicago to see good soccer. Now there's a team here. And then he turns to this couple. I was like, oh, those are his friends. Can you believe we have an MLS team now? (laughs) Here's what he says. I used to have to drive to Chicago. Literally right after. Can you believe this? And then he's talking to people, and he's talking about L.A. And he starts, I heard him mention the word socialism. I heard him say Jews. Oh, geez. I'm <laughs> not joking. Then uh, it's his turn up in line. He didn't know those were not his friends. Those were just random people. They're like, sir, next. Like, oh, sorry. He goes up. He looks at these people. Mind you, these people don't give a fuck about the game. <laughs> Can you believe Cincinnati is an MLS team? And then the lady was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then I see him when I'm at my seats. He walks right across the f- in front of me in my row. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get the guy who's. Saying something about Jews and socialism. Luckily, it wasn't. But it wasn't that guy.
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't that guy. You
1: would have definitely had a story to tell. <laughs> this
2: guy was harmless, but uh, I just could never imagine, like, turning the people around me. Like yeah. I was thinking, like, if I was behind Amelia in a long, long line to get something to drink, I'd probably pull up Twitter and send her a DM. <laughs> a DM like, hey, I think I'm standing be- <laughs> behind you.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'd like to think I put myself out there more lately, but it's possible not. I got stopped by a few KLR fans. Recognize my ugly mug. Thanks for listening. You're what it's all about. Um, Zach sits in 124. He loves loves to talk to strangers as well, so get after him.
2: I was with Megan. uh, She had to give two high fives. Can you even imagine that? (laughs) She was not not happy about it. What
1: does she do after a, I mean I've sat next to her, but what does she do after a, like She'll stand up an and Alan Cruz backheel?
2: She'll stand up and clap.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. Did you see that video of three def's goal celebration from Atlanta? Yeah. Almost immediately the camera pans back to a guy been clapping. Hands in his pockets. Yeah.
2: Bro. How well, is that possible? It cuts to the Bailey after Watson's goal tonight. And there's like a dude just like standing there talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> While everyone's going ape shit. <laughs> I think
1: we can beat the traffic, honey? Yeah. Uh, find a new team. Celebrate. You like,
2: probably <laughs> like, Babe, we're in the Bailey. You need to stand. <laughs> you need to stand. This is the Bailey. Uh, there
1: was a solo guy in front of us. One of the people in our ticket block gave up his seat. Why? Ollie, why? And uh, somebody bought the ticket. He was there by himself. He must have been really feeling it. I was in uh, Alex Coons. I think it was after... I don't know if it was after... Cruz's goal or uh, Deplon's. I'll tell you what, there's a beer shower, an accidental beer shower. And he made a beeline for me. Obviously, everyone wants to celebrate Deplan's goal with me. I lost my mind. But uh, it was like the eye of a hurricane. There was literally beer on people all in a circle around me. I stayed dry because his long arm was reaching out and swing around me. Cat. Safest place to be. Is that a
2: diaper? No, my kid doesn't wear diapers. Well, there's a diaper box, so it's not like. Oh, it's full of. <laughs> the diaper box is full of CDs. We haven't named this cat yet. Cat! Don't eat marbles. Amelia! It's a dude.
1: An answer to Amelia, though. Uh, <laughs> Emilio Esteves. Oh.
2: <laughs> the shelter named him Brando. <laughs> I don't like that. Marley? Marley.
1: <laughs> Speaking of movies, a uh, movie oh just got wrapped up, finishing shooting on my street. Mark Ruffalo, Anne Hathaway. <clears throat> they were in Mount Airy, folks. Yeah. My final thoughts. uh Wow. Great win. The train keeps rolling. Thanks for putting up with us on the TASCAM. We're mobile. We're basically in a car. Uh, Shout out to Mike Madnatt, our chauffeur from last week. It was a shame he could not be a part of it this week. He did offer to drive us around
2: tonight. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, (laughs) Could have been a nice gimmick. You did have a long solo shot on the big screen while you were singing and marching today. So congrats. And
1: even just watching some of the replay, I've I've been catching him. I I mean, obviously because I know what he looks like, but I caught several shots of him. He's in the right place. An hour and seventeen minutes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Hopefully that's our two tracks combined. Yeah. No uh, no edits. No edits. So thanks for listening if you listened. Uh yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh probably back on these rigs, to be honest, because Sundays are fucking crazy. Louisville never, unless Ben Luns and goal. Congrats on the clean sheet.
2: Anyone else forever? Uh Let- no. Sweet Amelia Forever. What's good? Let us know where you're watching. Next Sunday. What, I think, was he say you were going
1: to miss a, what were you going to miss? The next home I'm game? I'm going to miss the Philly game. Oh, yeah.
2: The next home game.
1: Chris, you hear that, you don't listen to the podcast, but Zach is still rocking in the free world.
2: We we'll Spear will be playing at the Nest. Still not drinking beer. It's a punk's takeover. Usually pretty wild. Get March, on it. Wednesday, March 27th, we're playing in Louisville <laughs> with the band Candy. Mm. It was actually hard as nails, despite the name. No man anymore covers for that group. No.
1: All right, Nick. I love you wherever you are. First place forever. Not bottom of the table at all. Four points forever. Playoffs. Whenever it's happening.
0: Rise together.
1: Red,
2: red
0: card.
2: (laughs) Cat, say goodnight. (laughs) night. Goodbye. Goodbye.